Welcome to today's program. I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, and this is the program, The Beauty of Grace. And what a marvelous thing grace is. You know, when I begin to go back a few years, nine or ten years ago, and God began to deal with me about grace, and I begin to open my eyes to some, some revelation, I'm, I want you to see some things here. And I want to start with Romans chapter 6, verse 7, and uh, I want to I I start with, uh, let's, let's move up to about verse 6. And he said, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should no longer serve sin. We should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now I want you to get that. He that is dead is freed from sin. Now that means he's been justified from sin. That means he's been declared. There's a letter in your Bible beside freed more than likely in most of his Bible. And the, the, the word beside it is the word justified. So we see, for he that is dead is justified from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no more power over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Now watch this, verse 11. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves be dead indeed to sin. But alive, but alive, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So we see here that you and I, he that is dead is freed or justified from sin. Now the Bible says in Colossians chapter 3 verse 3, If ye be dead, your life is hidden with Christ in God. So I want you to understand something now that we have been, we, when Jesus, when he was telling the disciples in Matthew 16 and 24, he said, I want you to take up your cross and follow me. Here's what he was really saying. I want you to follow me to the cross. I want you to follow me to the barrel. And I want you to follow me through the resurrection. He was not giving them some religious thing. He was telling them that Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says, if you be, if you, if you, I am crucified in Christ and the life that I now live, I live in the flesh. I don't live it based on my flesh. I live it based on the Spirit. So we've been crucified with Christ. We just read it here. So I, that means I was buried with Christ and I was resurrected with Christ. Romans 4, 24 and 25 is very plain about that if you read Romans 4 and 25. Who was delivered up for our offenses and was raised together in our justification. So he declared you righteous. So God is the only one that can declare you unrighteous. So we see here that if we died with him, we shall also be reckoned with him in the resurrection. Now, is it possible that the resurrection he's talking about here, he says, therefore, do not let sin have reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lust thereof. So we see that God is, is portraying into us that we died with him, we resurrected with him, and now we're alive in him and we're not alive to sin anymore because the flesh died in the justification process of him claiming us. Now, I want you to understand it's very plain what he's talking about here. If you go back up to Romans chapter 6, verse 4. Therefore, we were buried with him by the baptism into death. That's not talking about the baptism of water. That's talking about we were baptized with him into Christ Jesus in the death, the burial, and the resurrection. We were also baptized into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. When you and I followed Jesus to the cross, when he didn't die for us, he died as us. He became came to earth, took on flesh, 
flesh to become like us. He took on flesh. He died on the cross, took the sins of the whole world, and died as me on the cross. Why? Because he died as me, but so he could resurrect for me. And we got to understand something, that we died, we were on the cross with him. We were baptized with him uh, into baptism, into his death, not the water. We were baptized into his death. We were, we were buried with him in the baptism. And we resurrected him in the newness of life. He said, if you be dead, you're quickened and you're made alive when you were dead in your trespasses and sin. So you and I now, he that is dead is freed from sin. So you and I have been justified from sin. Sin does no longer distinguish and identify with who I am. Most body of believers are identifying with their sin all the time. I'm not walking with Christ I don't because they don't understand the finished work. The Bible said, lo here, lo there, for the kingdom of God is inside of us. We are the kingdom of God. We're living and ruling and reigning in the kingdom. The kingdom's not going to come. The kingdom is in us now. And if we live and move and have our being in the kingdom, we can follow in the kingdom and operate through the kingdom and become exactly what God designed us to be in the kingdom of God. That's the wonderful thing about God's marvelous grace is that you and I are in the kingdom of God and the kingdom lives inside of us. The kingdom's not out here. The kingdom is in us. And the reality of everything God is saying to us is that you and I, we have been justified by faith and sin has no more dominion over you for you are not under the law, but you're under grace. Now the word sin there is talking about the divine nature. It's not talking about smoking, drinking, doing drugs. We have a parallel around here that we say a lot of times to just identify. In Romans chapter 6, the word sin is a noun in every text except verse 15. What then shall we sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace, God forbid. He said, do we keep on sinning just because we're under the, the law? We're under grace now? We just keep on sinning because we're under grace? No. You can't even identify with sin until you fall from the law. The fall from grace means to fall back into the law. Let me tell you something. The law is the only thing that identified with sin. That's the only thing that makes your faith void. Romans 4, 13 and 14 will tell you that. That Abraham was an heir. But verse 14 said in, in Romans chapter 4, it said, For if they which are of the law by heir, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. When? When we go back to the law, you do not operate the law through faith. You operate the law through keeping a bunch of rules and living up and a performance mentality. The church is full of a performance mentality. Do this, do this, do this. Do good and get good. Do bad, get bad. That's the same mentality we're trying to bring into the new covenant that doesn't work. It's unmerited favor now. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ, John 1.17. So we see that the marvelous grace of God has been bestowed upon all men if we will walk in the fullness of who we are and recognize the marvelous grace and the beauty of that marvelous grace in Jesus Christ. God bless you and have a wonderful day.